on the Texas Steampunk Connection, your source for steampunk event information in the great free state of Texas. We also discuss books, films, comics, and games. Also, we enjoy visiting with the local steampunk luminaries. I'm Flavio. I'm Erica. And I'm Fax, your hosts. Thank you for tuning in, and now on to the episode. Welcome to Texas Steampunk Connection Season 2, Episode 16. Only 16 episodes. It feels like we've been doing a lot more than that. <laughs> Even if we don't count Season 1. <laughs> but that puts us uh, getting into September. Yes, we are starting into we're at least a week or two into September by now. We're on September 10th right now. Right. And let's go ahead and start off with uh, our mailbag. We actually have another, another mail. This is from Joe Smith, who's contacted us before in the past. And hey, Joe. His question is, my wife and I, if all plans go correctly, will be attending Steampunk November. What advice do you all have for gear, supplies, and anything else we should plan on bringing? Also, any ex- experience you all can share would be great. This will be our first big Steampunk event, so any help will be amazing. Your show rocks. I look forward to every episode. Well, thank you for saying that. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Hi, Joe. Oh, so yeah, Steampunk November, man. Last year was the first time we went. And but but it's been going on for a few years. Yeah, so yeah. and it's, it's grown every year. I'm told it's uh, built up steam, as it were. <laughs> I was told that last year it had doubled in size from the previous year, and it wasn't huge, but it was still pretty impressive. You could tell the the new construction they had done. Yeah, and they were the still kind of working on some and of a them. New yeah. stage, and uh, if you look at those places, it, it seems like yeah, it probably. N- nearly doubled in physical space mm-hmm. taken up by the convention and and they made it, some really nice stages too it was cool i mean they weren't just slap dash together they were some really well-built stages they know. spend like all year working on it just for this weekend mm-hmm. they have work weekends periodically for anybody who's in the area or is wants to travel to the area to help with building or <clears throat> clearing land or mowing or any of that kind of stuff so yeah so we weren't so we didn't know what to prepare for either we just we we're just gonna go check it out but mm-hmm. It depends on what you want to do. They do have camping available in and the there back. Are, there are, have porta potties and two showers, but no RV hookups, no electricity. Right. So if you like camping and that sounds like fun for you, I know that I have friends who like camping and they say that camping at Steampunk November is a really good time. They have certain quiet hours so that you actually will get some sleep. <laughs> and, um, That's important. Yeah. And uh, usually, apparently, there's a, some fire pits. So if the weather's cool enough, there will be fires out there for everybody to enjoy, campfires. And um, it seems like a really yeah. nice time. So if you have camping gear and you feel like camping, camping at Steampunk November is a fun time. Right. And if camping's not your thing, there Which are... Which is it not... It is not ours. Yeah, not our thing. There are plenty of hotels not far away. Like... <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes drive uh, you can get to uh, two or three Mansfield uh, hotels that are are fairly inexpensive and offer you know showers all the comforts of a hotel (laughs) electricity which is what we did last year we got hotels and and we just drove out to the the steampunk november that worked out just fine yeah what we're gonna do this year too camping is is filthy (laughs) steampunk november actually has on their website they have a list of hotels nearby oh yeah uh, yeah they do that you can you can click that link and do it or you can just plug in the address of steampunk november and do your own google search and find uh hotels nearby which is what I think we did. Yeah, and it, yeah. There's no shortage of them. There, there there's going to be plenty of hotels nearby. Yeah, uh, the city of Mansfield, Texas, is not large, so it's not like th- there's anything that's too far away in the town. 
Yeah. Okay. So and, what else to expect? What kind of um, gear should you bring? All your gears. Right. Your steampunk gear. All okay. your gears. It's an outdoor venue. And so, yeah, depending on the weather. <laughs> the, so be prepared for weather. Pack layers of clothing that can be easily added or removed for your, that will still work for your look. Um, wear comfortable shoes. This yeah. is this is not the fair that you want to wear your, Stiletto you know, heels. demonia, you know, pumps, you know, with the huge high heels and the buckles and the gears and stuff all over them. Which is as a shame. I don't know where to are. wear those. I know. Where, where can I get away with those shoes? Oh. You could probably wear those to a comic convention because I see I see young ladies wearing those kind of shoes at, at uh, indoor. They make my legs look fabulous. I know. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. But it, for, for outdoors, you're going to want sturdy shoes that, yeah. that can travel over rocks and grass and you know, possible uneven ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. There's uneven ground out there, but that's not a problem if you have the right kind of shoes. Right. <laughs> and yeah, well, they, they changed the policy this year. This year, you cannot bring your own alcohol. Um, which they, they, they will have a bar there. Right. Which for, for the first year person, that, that isn't a big thing. I'm sure you weren't expecting to anyway. But if you've gone in previous years it has been a byob event which has been a lot of fun just check in your alcohol at the saloon but that's no longer the case they are are, i guess bringing out someone with a tabc license and they're going to be selling alcohol uh, at the saloon so you can't bring your own bummer (laughs) right but oh well, I mean, I, I'm. But I least, want them to make money, and I want them to be successful, yeah. right? And it's not necessary to have, but it makes it more interesting and fun and right. relaxing. Especially and since it's, it's it's more of an. I mean, they're not saying it out loud. I mean, I don't know. It's adult oriented for the most part, but your kids are definitely welcome there during the day because I think at night they kind of. Yeah, it's all ages during the day, but in the evening hours, there's uh, a burlesque show. Yeah. Um, the the singers and acts that perform after dark, you know, are using some language and and singing about adult themes that you may or may not wish your smaller children to see or hear. Um, yeah, so the but freaks that's come totally out at up to you. Um, <laughs> it's it's all ages, but if if you have anybody under eighteen, has to be with a parent or guardian at all exactly, times. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're a parent, you know that that's you know. You're in charge. It's up to your discretion what you do or don't want your kids to be exposed to. So just be a responsible parent like we know that you are. Yep. And if you have any kind of weaponry, they want a peace tide. I'm I'm assuming that means swords and knives and stuff. Right. Which are legal to carry in Texas now. Yeah. I don't recommend bringing any real guns. There's no need for that. No. 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 I know there are people out there who are like, I need to carry my sidearm at all times because uh, it's my right as an American. And I'm not arguing with that, but unfortunately that means you just can't come to places yeah. that don't let you have them. So, I don't know, make your choices. Peace, tie, disable, remove parts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever it whatever it takes so that you're not a walking menace to the rest of everyone. Right. <laughs> And I mean, as for during what what to do during the day, like well, like Friday, it's like seven. It starts at seven p.m. till midnight, so it's not a really long day. But there's there's going to be vendors there. There's going to be acts going on all day. Saturday, it's from what noon to midnight or something. Like noon, uh, right? Noon to midnight. So it's it's an all day thing, and there's going to acts. There's acts. They have like four or five stages. There's acts going on all day. Mm-hmm. Every stage has an act going at all times. Yep. Right, and there's it's all there's belly dance. There's an escapologist. Yep. Uh, there's all, all kinds of bands. Bands. Yeah. There's a, a traveling uh, 
what is kind of a snake oil salesman kind of shtick. Yeah, there's uh, a, a, a <laughs> geek tricks freak mm-hmm. show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, all kinds of stuff. And if you miss it, you know they're playing again another at another next stage. hour <laughs> at another stage. Just wander yep. over there. Lots of shopping, shopping, shopping. Lots of shopping. Uh, if you don't have your your costume complete, this is a good place to uh, find new pieces to mm-hmm. put on it or start and, a new costume and, and pieces, gadgets, and stuff out there as well. Also, food. There's, there was one food truck there last year. I don't know what if that's going to change any. Did you see anything I about that? So. I hope so too. You know, so, I mean, it wasn't bad food, but there was just one one choice. But luckily, like we said, Mansfield's not too far away. You can always just take off, go get some food somewhere else, and come back if you need. Right. Uh, no or, outside food know. or drink. Uh, no pets. Service animals are allowed, but they need to be clearly identifiable as such. So if you've got a service animal vest or tags or whatever it is that service animal identification needs, bring yeah. that. There was really only one area that was shaded for the most part. That was on the on the left as you walked in. And that was a really pretty place, especially mm-hmm. at night when they had all the lamps, the, the chandeliers lit up. Yes. And so yeah. sunscreen or and or parasols, hats to shade from the sun. It's Definitely. a lot like a Renaissance fair. Yeah, sure. it, that's I mean, pretty much what it is. Been, if you've been to a Renaissance fair, you've got the kind of idea, but you get to wear a different costume. Yep. And... Uh, different acts and everything so yeah all in all it's just a really good time so it's not that difficult i hope that answered some of your questions you should of course go to the steampunk november website to get Mm -hmm. any more details on what is allowed or restricted buy your tickets there you Um, can buy tickets for extra things like they've got a wine tasting they've got a tea class or something Um, there's several sort of add-ins that you can purchase if you're interested in any of those things list of vendors uh list of acts that'll be going on and a schedule i'm sure will be out closer to the to november so yeah check them out bring lots of monies yeah because there's all (laughs) kinds of shopping out there as i think we mentioned that (laughs) yes (laughs) okay well i think that i hope that answers your questions like we said we have any okay so what else we want to talk about now you had something on mine about nerf guns right uh yeah yeah i've uh I wanted to talk about, now we've, we've talked about uh, guns and steampunk before, so I'm not going to really cover the same discussion on whether or not there should be guns and steampunk. Do what you want. But uh, it's, especially in Wild West, it's very appropriate, and playing with Nerf guns is fun, so I thought I'd take a little time and talk about uh, Nerf guns and modding Nerf guns to make them into uh, steampunk style weapons uh, yep. just because I'm really excited about it yeah, right I've done now. a few myself um, mm-hmm. I mean as for like the only ones I've done well I've done two type and types I did the Maverick which is basically the, what you what most people would do it's pretty much the standard steampunk gun that I've seen I've seen it on covers of mo- novels I've seen it on covers of comic books you know the Maverick that's a very standard nerf gun that people like to modify and there's plenty of tutorials online about how to do it and what to do and what's really great about it is it is clearly a revolver yeah and so it, it became very popular i think generally uh and that that style of gun and since then they have made a number of other revolvers Mm -hmm. that are similar with maybe more scaled down sleek design or are just different uh, upgraded internals better engineering 
so it's becoming yeah. harder and harder to find the Maverick. Really? Okay. It yeah, I haven't, like, I haven't been looking for a whole lot, but I know that, yeah, the Maverick is a little finicky when you take it apart and put it back together. It may or may not work. <laughs> for you. <laughs> for me. <laughs> no, I've heard, I've seen it, even the people, I, the website, I mean, the like the videos I watched, they even mm-hmm. said the same things. You just got to be car- just careful with it, you know, kind of thing. But it's not that hard to repair once you figure out what's wrong with it, kind of thing. They've more recently, uh, they come out with the Hammer Shot, which is the... I guess more up to date revolver style, very popular. Okay, is that what the one with the barrel closer to the front? Uh, or is it, it has no barrel. Oh, it has it's, no barrel. It's got the the, the drum. Oh, yeah, I meant the drum. Sorry, my right. Bad. The drum yeah. is right in front, and it, it, the plunger tube is behind it inside, and just shoots right out the front. That's one of the things that bothers me about the hammer shot. You, you uh, want a barrel? It doesn't have a barrel, and it, <laughs> it's sort of weird looking for a gun. But it makes sense for engineering a, a, a nerfed thing yeah. because it needs to have a air bladdery sort of thing to sh- push it out with. They also have the Sweet Revenge, which is in the quote-unquote girls nerf line, <laughs> and it's, it's which means decorated. It's just, it's just pink. <laughs> it's, it's got pinks and purple paint on it, but it's really nice, sleek style. Uh, it's got really good lines, uh, in my opinion, whereas the Hammer Shop is very blocky and very... Uh, industrial looking i think Hammershot is part of the their zombie strike series and they've rolled out a number of other weapons some of which are also revolvers in the zombie strike series but right they've got i see that here yeah I'm they've gone off the them. deep end with that they've got like ones with <laughs> so there's the revolver drum and then they've got three of them so they revolve around each other right and revolve inside the uh wow <laughs> and they've got another one that's the revolver again but then it's stretched out another four to six inches so it's practically a shotgun look but still only shoots one at a time i don't know i kind of wish it was a shotgun holy crap i just found one online it's called nerf doom Doomlands, the judge yes holy that crap one. that thing is insane looking <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's like uh, th- there's all kinds of things i can't even go into how many different goofy nerf guns and then there's the other brands that aren't nerf there's a, a busby as it has been around for some time making less expensive right you can tell because they feel different mm-hmm. when, you, when you pick them up and carry them they just kind of they just feel lighter and just i don't know they, less they have, sturdy yeah some of them they have a different uh, uh dart a different dart that it shoots it's a little shorter right and so it doesn't the the older models don't use the same ordinance which is kind of a pain but they're they're interesting in that you know there's more stuff that you can you can mod with uh you can oh really i didn't realize they were that that moddable because the first one the first uh gun i well second gun i've modded was one of theirs okay and uh yeah it came out pretty well i i enjoyed it and what's also great is a lot of these have been on on the market for so long mm-hmm. you can just go to your local thrift store yeah uh, you find them cheap, yeah. or savers <laughs> you just found one today it was a nerf though but it wasn't it wasn't I, a buzz i did either. find a nerf it was one of those zombie guns uh it was not a revolver but i got it for three dollars that's pretty good um where i'm pretty sure it originally was like 20 or more and i'm really excited about this one is a. Uh, it had a crossbow yeah, it's style it, it, to yeah, it's it. a fake crossbow. The, the, the crossbow part of it doesn't actually shoot the bolts or shoot the nerf right. darts. It's, it's just there for looks. Frankly, I, I, I hate the crossbow part, but it <laughs> yeah. just lifts right off. I can take it off, and now I have a really 
pretty nifty looking sidearm that I'm going to paint up and it's going to look cool. Right. I mean, okay. Like, do you plan to like take that one apart and paint it or are you just going to paint it as is? Uh, I want to take it apart because, um, <laughs> you may or may not know, but now that I'm going to tell you, you'll get to notice all the nerf <laughs> weapons, all the off brands, all of them have a orange front end. Right. And mm-hmm. they usually try to put orange into the design of, of mm-hmm. the, the color scheme. Uh, and that is because I, I guess police everywhere state that you need to have your your fake anything that looks like a gun orange have, chip on it to have a big orange chip on the front so the police can tell the difference between that thing and an actual firearm <laughs> because if you're holding an actual firearm they may shoot you. Well, well, they may shoot you anyway if I'm... Well... (laughs) Regardless. The the hope is that this is going to clue them into the fact that you are not carrying a real weapon. And so if you're going to play with this outside in the park in in a public place, don't repaint the tips. They need to stay orange. (laughs) I made the mistake. I painted painted the tips on mine. So what I do is, yeah, I, I unscrew it all. I take it apart. I tape off the orange tip. Mm hmm not necessarily everything that's orange, but that part, or remove it if it's a, a separate piece, and then I paint the rest, and then I put the orange tip back on, and I put the gun back together. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That is important. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like I said, I, when I painted mine, I did not keep the orange tip. I need, I should probably repaint that orange just to be on the safe side. The other one I really like to do is a little. I don't know what it's called, but it's like a little three shot Derringer looking gun. Oh, I love that gun. I mean, it's, it's there's not much you can do to it mod wise. Although I think I've seen it. You can take out. You can take it apart, and you, there's a little the trigger that you pull down to cock it. You can mm-hmm. turn that around. So instead of holding it front wise you can hold it sideways when you, you oh, can cock it like that doesn't that. really change the look no of the, it doesn't change the look the weapon um, and I think you can put a different you can put a slightly stronger spring in it as well which is another thing I we that for mod, modifying guns is the spring mod to make them a little bit shoot a little bit faster and harder although this little three shot derringer shoots pretty well without a without a modded spring in it <laughs> the ones I have anyway yeah you've mentioned that uh, you've been pretty happy with its its accuracy well, yeah because we got into we, well we went to that one place and we did that that test art uh, larp for a steampunk larp and we got into a nerf gun fight and i was doing pretty well with that little three shot guy <laughs> yeah yeah uh what's really fun and i've i've watched youtube videos on this from uh nerf nerds <laughs> they, they'll take one gun and they'll take another gun and sort of cut pieces off and glue them together. That's um, definitely modifications then, yeah. So serious modifications. Usually, one of the guns doesn't work after that. Of course. You know, they, <laughs> if you're cutting th- it up, yeah. just taking out bits and <laughs> doing it just for cosmetics. But it, it's been really interesting to see them put them together. And they use a, a two-part epoxy putty, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, usually plumbers use. You can get that at at your local hardware store, Lowe's or what have right, you. Right. It comes in little tubes and it's it's clay that you basically clay these two pieces together after you cut them out and it fills in the gaps and stuff and hardens to be as hard as as the plastic and then you then just, you paint, just over paint, paint over it and you've made like a totally new, fairly unique piece. Uh, which is which is cool. That that excites me. Yeah, well, you also you, said that you ha- that you you have a certain gun. I don't remember what you said that you actually bought like a barrel for it or something to add to extend on it and uh, yes, pieces parts that yes. you're going to uh, attach to them. Last week I, I went and bought myself a present. Um, <laughs> so I was talking about that hammer shot, right. which is the newer revolver, and there's a number of upgrades you can do to it 
in, to are, the these interior. A, are these official upgrades or are these like third party upgrades? Oh, they're definitely third party. Third party upgrades, okay. Yeah. Uh, Nerf doesn't want you to open <laughs> or upgrade their weapon. That's true, yeah. yeah. Um, but among other things, uh, I found online, uh, you can find it on eBay, a, I think they're coming from China, but a company that designs mod kits for Nerf guns. And this one is sort of a two-piece thing that slides onto the front and uh, is connected to a rail across the top. You bolt it all down, and now your hammer shot has a front-end barrel. It's not a real barrel. because no. it's does, it, does the dart shoot through the barrel, though? It, it does shoot okay. through it, but the barrel doesn't help the dart go right. more straight. It's just it's just Because <laughs> they're for looks, okay. But it turns this blocky, funny-looking gun into this, like, awesome to me uh <laughs> dirty hairy kind of you know right and it's like a six shot right six uh, shot or the hammer shot is is five five shot okay. but i am upgrading that barrel too to make it a seven shot Ooh. Uh, i haven't finished that yet i hope it works <laughs> but that this is one of the things i like about these you can you can uh yeah, you definitely mo- per- personalize them, them for yourself to yourself tweak yeah. them out um i'm replacing the drum with separate brass breech pieces mm-hmm. apparently apparently the uh darts work better in these in these brass tubes wow because I'll, it it is it smoother or something it, it's or? it's right it's smoother and uh the air is uh held inside that tube better oh okay it doesn't leak out it's the sides airtight. okay and forces uh more air to be pushed behind the dart so I haven't I haven't tried that yet. We're gonna see what happens. But lots and lots of Nerf modders, yeah, they're all uh, over the place. Do this whole brass reach business, and I've never tried it before. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's like when I was modding the Mavericks that I have. There was a there was just a simple mod. You know, when you take it apart, there's just the, mm-hmm. the spring in there. You can either replace the spring with a slightly tougher spring, or there's even one where they kind of you kind of stretch the spring a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that way it'll be tighter. And also, you put a couple of pennies be, back behind it. <laughs> No, so it was a shorter yeah. amount of. of yeah. so, and that helped. I, I didn't notice a difference when I did that. You know, the but trick like, on those I've heard is if you if you add too big a spring, or if you you know, try to overpower it too much, eventually it will destroy your gun. Yeah, I believe the that. The plastic cannot handle. I definitely the believe kind that. Yeah. Impact you're putting on it. Yeah, like I didn't do it. Too, I, I I did not put a new spring in there. I just stretched the spring a little bit, and I put the pennies in there, and, and okay. it, it made a big difference added your two cents worth yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and I, like i said i have another i have two more mavericks one of them which i gutted to fi- to repair the other another one and then so that one i've seen mods where they put stuff like uh you know those um those glow balls not those glow balls those um uh plasma plasma balls generating. in the center instead of the instead of the, the mm-hmm. barrel and those are definitely just for looks but they, you know they look pretty cool and the other one i haven't decided what i'm gonna do with i'm, I'm definitely gonna paint it up i just don't know what i'm gonna do with it yet and now that we're talking about it, I'm getting more in, getting excited about it, <laughs> <laughs> getting ideas now. What I want to, how I want to paint it. I don't know. I mean, it's just Nerf guns are just. I mean, I see them all over the place, and you know, and especially since we're in Texas and we most we mostly do dust punk. You know, it's just it's cool to have a, a some kind of sidearm on your in, on your outfit. You know, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's why we're doing it. That's why I did it anyway. Because we're because I was I was supposed to be joining a, a steampunk LARP down here, and I said, well, I need a Nerf gun. It's like, well, I should, I should probably paint it, <laughs> and then it went from there. You know, 
My brother-in-law is really good at uh, uh, leatherworking. Oh yeah, I need to talk to him about that. I need a holster. <laughs> yeah, he made he made a holster for my uh, sweet revenge that I was carrying as a sidearm because that's the that's the trouble, right? You've got this Nerf gun, you've dolled it all up, right. and you want it to be part of your costume, but right. then where do you put it? Right. Well, I got I got a nice belt that I got that, that needs a holster <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey. that I bought at the at the Wimberley trade oh, days. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, so I mean, I have the belt, but I don't have a holster on it. You know. But I think I need one to be like removable, and that way I can you know switch it out depending on the type of Nerf gun I'm carrying. You know that makes sense. Yeah, you know. And yours is sort of a drop. Yeah, it's on, it's on the drop bo- belt mm-hmm. with a very uh, Western gunslinger. Yep, definitely. Uh, and I have an style. I have an outfit that that it goes with. You know, <laughs> I just haven't worn it yet because I feel funny wearing it without a holster. You know, or a yeah, sidearm. yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I got the same belt. Yeah, <laughs> but. I don't know. I mean, speaking well, speaking of shopping, <laughs> we did some shopping today. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and Halloween times right around the corner. And it, guess, guess what? Halloween decorations and Halloween costumes are everywhere now. Starting, well, I think the <laughs> September first, I yeah. think they, they started rolling out the the Halloween stuff. It is Halloween season, the most wonderful season of the year. And it's a great time to to fill out your costumes for your if you have a steampunk garb. Like I got a new I got a new top hat. And it's not, you know, it's not like a leather top hat. It's, you know, it's a, it's a felt top hat, but it's actually pretty well made considering for a Halloween hat. You know, it's better than some Halloween hats I've seen. <laughs> and it fits me better than the hat I'm actually wearing normally. Yeah, I've been really impressed. Uh, we went to uh, Savers uh-huh. yesterday and today again. <laughs> <laughs> well, today was my fault. Joanne's. That's right. Yeah, because I needed some other bits and bobs. But uh, so they they've all got their their Halloween, the Halloween stuff, stuff out. Is just, out. Oh, there goes my my <laughs> last paycheck. I regret yeah. nothing. But Sabres has pretty good prices, definitely. Even even on their Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. You know. I, yeah, I was really impressed with. Well, I'm always impressed with the the low prices at at Sabres. They're a part of. Uh, I forget I forget the name of the uh, organization that they raise money for, but uh, they've definitely got great prices and even for the the halloween stuff it's brand new stuff it's yeah. not it's not yeah, yeah that's second. that's what impressed me yeah it's like it's all brand new stuff and the prices was good the prices were good and the quality yeah. of these things compared to typical like halloween stores where you get your costumes and stuff far less was made out of polyester i, I noticed that uh i was looking at a a, a women's sort of pirate shirt it could very easily be a steampunk because it was just it was yeah. ruffled and had the the poofy ruffled sleeves, and you could easily wear that under a corset and a long skirt, and that could yes. be a perfect like, steampunk like blouse. that Seinfeld right. episode, right? But it <laughs> was made shirt, yeah. out of it was made of cotton. Yeah, it wasn't a thick, oh, wow. high full, quality full cotton, okay. but it was it was a cotton shirt. It was not a crappy polyester one, which we've had to just put up with yep. for years up till now mm-hmm. uh, the hat that you found is a much higher quality for a costume yeah hat that's what i've said yeah mm-hmm. than than i've ever that's seen what, that's why i went ahead and bought it it's like well okay yeah this is almost as you know, like i said and it fits me better than the, than the hat Pretty i've been nice wearing thick felt yep uh, and considering where i wear it and you know it's not like i'm gonna get like a lot of wear and tear on it i'm not gonna be like running around and you know it's not gonna get it's not gonna be rough i'm not gonna be rough on right. it so it's, it's right. gonna last a while you know uh, i saw some some steampunk goggles there that are I saw the same goggles being offered on one of the steampunk Facebook groups for forty dollars. Holy crap! And uh, at uh, Savers they were like what ten? At Savers they were ten, or you can order them online for. 
from China direct for like three. <laughs> but you're going to be but waiting. You have to wait. Yeah, you're going to be waiting a month to get them from right. China, or you can shell out the ten bucks and uh, support charity by buying them as savers. And either way, this guy with the forty dollars, you can give him the finger. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't, don't buy forty dollar goggles when you can get them like for ten. Yeah, yeah. And and they had uh, lace gloves, satin gloves, uh, fishnet stockings, stripes stockings, stripe socks. And for some reason, stripey socks are a steampunk thing. I'm not really sure why. Uh, but I see a lot of that, and it's totally cute, and I love it. So I'm in favor of this as being a steampunk thing. Okay, I always cringe when I hear people say it, but steampunk is goth that found brown. I, 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 don't, be, I don't believe I agree with that, but in cases like, like well, this, the, the a lot of the costume, and the way it looks, yeah. Um, the the striped stockings totally that's, cross over easily. Yeah, that's, I was thinking the same thing. That's okay. kind of goth. Lace know. cuffs, the goth, the Lolita uh, fashion easily falls into falls into that steampunk style, and that's fine. I love those. Those are great. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is a good time of year to pick up the little uh, bits and pieces, little extra costume bits yeah. that that uh, normally you might have a hard time finding. You know, a pair of lace gloves. Mm-hmm. Just wherever, but now they're in with the Halloween costume stuff. So right. check out check out the Halloween goodies and well, see hell, it was just, see what it, you have. It was just this time of year last year when I when we were at the Goodwill and I and I that's what I started my aviation outfit there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it was a, it was a cheap aviation hat and goggle set that I bought. But then I went into, into the actual store and found some found some pants and found a shirt and a, and you know and, <laughs> it's almost like they planned this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you know, and the pants and shirt were you know they were Goodwill cheap. You know. <laughs> I yeah. Know. Oh, I can't. I cannot recommend enough just going into the thrift store and just looking at regular clothes, oh. and and looking for things that you can steampunk up. You can uh, distress things. You can tea dye stuff. You can spray paint. I mean, you can just you can take normal clothes and you can do stuff to them to make your steampunk persona happen. Yep. And like I said, it was a real cheap. Cheap ass aviation hat, and then you know when, when I was at Steampunk November, we have a friend there who makes hats, <laughs> and hey, she happened to have a, an aviation hat, and it was obviously much better quality because it wasn't. I mean, it was an, it was a great hat, and I had to buy it, and I did. You know, so yeah. So you're talking about Risha with exactly uh, Lucky, Lucky Day hats. Lucky Day hats. Yeah, I think she might be there next. She might be oh, there. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. I think she's uh, even so going to be in the same spot. Back to Steampunk November. If you're looking for a hat, Lucky Day hats is definitely a place to stop very good quality say hello hats. to risha yeah. tell her that uh, we sent you i think we, we all own a hat from her now <laughs> oh i own a few yeah at least one yes yep. <laughs> yeah so mostly we've been talking about uh thrift stores and the costumes that they've been holding uh there as well but you also said we went to joanne's uh fabric store mm-hmm. i don't know if that's a brand that everybody knows, but it's a, I think it's a national chain. But I bet everybody has a fabric store in their area, craft store. And it's interesting there. I didn't see nearly as many costume pieces, but they had tons of home decoration mm-hmm. uh, pieces that were very goth. Apparently, and their spooky. Halloween trees are a thing now because they had like 
Halloween balls. trees. They had they had what I would call like a Christmas balls, like you put on a Christmas tree, except that they were in like black and orange and lime <laughs> green and you know how kind of the Halloween colors. Okay, so you decorate your Halloween tree and then yeah. you, then when Christmas comes around, you take off the Halloween decorations and just put up the Christmas tree well, decorations. Oh no then, no, oh. you put up your Christmas tree, and if it is still up by October next year. It's There's nothing tree. green on it, and you put Halloween decorations on it. <laughs> well, you know. So, so, it's a, so it's a dead tree for Halloween. <laughs> I, don't, I don't use a real tree ever. That's so, true. Yeah. Um, they, but they had, they had other little decorations, like little uh, hanging decorations that look like little coffins and look like little poison bottles and look like little sparkly bats okay. and things like I that. See this, I so can see could, this, yeah. But... You know, if you were an enterprising and slightly creative steampunker, which I know that you all are, you could <laughs> easily you pick up Halloween. some of these little alchemical bottles and little, you know, spooky mad scientist and decor. Halloween and, tree decorations. Well, no, you could you could incorporate those into a costume very oh, yeah. easily. Okay, the you decorations could, themselves. Use yeah, them. you okay. could use you could use the Halloween decorations, you know, as part of a costume piece, or you know, buy one of those nice plain hats at, at the at the uh, thrift store and then take it over to Joanne's and add some ribbon and some yeah, there you uh, go. decorations and pin some keys on it and you know do it up blinky lights blinky lights Always oh blinky yes lights. I got blinky yeah. lights here all year yep I didn't even think about it at the time but they also have Halloween wreaths like <laughs> a Christmas wreath yeah but it was like solid black um Skulls, raven feathers. It didn't have. I think it was made of feathers, but it was ready for you to put stuff on it. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were dead on there. I didn't even think about it at the time, except that I thought oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause, yeah, that's just a whole different direction for Halloween decorations that I didn't even think about. You know, <laughs> just like kind of like Christmas stuff, but Halloween bent. Thank you, Tim Burton. Yeah. You are a god. <laughs> and they have, I, I know you're seeing it everywhere, uh, listeners. The, those those plastic animal skeletons, they got that bird, they've got bird skeletons. I've seen and cat skeletons. Cats, spiders. Cats, bats, even scorpions, which don't have bones, actually, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Maybe. They had, I have dog skeletons with the ears on. Like, the whole ear is a... There's yeah, the, yeah the ears don't have yeah my ear bones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fascinated, yet I can't bring myself to. What do I do with those? Yeah, I think the same way. <laughs> it's like that looks kind of cool, but what? Yeah, <laughs> what do I do with it for the rest of the year? <laughs> yeah, well, I know that a, a, a lot of steampunk costumes incorporate uh, bird bones and bird skulls as, yeah. as yeah, a thing. Yeah. So if you wanted to to pick up a a plastic bird skeleton, it joanne's or hobby lobby or wherever and take it apart and stick it on your hat or sew it to your <laughs> jacket or whatever you know we're not judging no, that's, not a, at that's all. cool that's awesome <laughs> they're really not that I, together you can you recognize oh that's a bird but if you take all the pieces apart they just look like weird pieces of plastic but <laughs> It's not really that convincing that little, as, as bones. Just paint it up a bit and make it look more bony. Yeah, I guess <laughs> need some painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this took a weird turn. I wasn't expecting talking about bird bones. Um, Bone. <laughs> well, you have that bird skull ring that you wear sometimes. Yeah, yeah that, that broke a long time ago, unfortunately. Aww. Okay. Um, well, but I still see. have it. I just haven't, I can't wear it anymore. 
you can glue it onto something and stick it on yourself. <laughs> there you go. Like on a Nerf gun. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, use it as your your aim finder for oh, your yeah. You go the top yeah, the of sight, your yeah. Nerf gun that'd be Ooh, pretty badass. Brilliant. I have it a Maverick. Kinda... I have a Maverick Ooh. that needs some modding. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hmm. Yes. Wow, time does fly. We're came up on forty minutes now. Oh, we managed wow. to bullshit for that long. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> we are a, the masters of bullshit. Do you have a reading for us? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and toss in another reading. What are you What are you going to read for us today? All right, uh, we are going back to the classics. We're gonna. We're. I'm going to be reading from Frost's. And uh, I know we didn't talk about gaming this time. That's okay. But uh, I know that that, uh, y'all have games that you like to play. So if you were in Victorian times, here is what Frost's Guide to Etiquette says. Games with cards. Married ladies and elderly gentlemen are allowed to claim precedence at the card table over single young ladies and the younger men. Ladies of a certain age, if single, can claim the privileges of the card table with married ladies. Etiquette does not require anyone to play unwillingly. It is very rude to urge the request, as many have conscientious scruples on this matter, though they may not care to wound the feelings of those playing by proclaiming them. Card playing is sinful, y'all. Oh, no. That's why I like it. (laughs) It is not kind, however, and therefore it is not etiquette to refuse to play if there are no such scruples when the refusal prevents a game being made up. None should attempt to play whist, for instance, unless really able to do so moderately well. It is not fair to impose a poor partner upon one who may be really fond of the game and play well. It is not etiquette for those very fond of card playing to victimize every guest by producing (laughs) cards whenever they call, whether they care for playing or not. Many will play from good nature who would prefer to pass the time in conversation. Ding, ding, me. Uh, Husband and wife or any partners who may be supposed to be intimately acquainted with each other's play should not play together. It is taking an unfair advantage over the other couples for them to play partners. If playing for stakes, the gentleman plays for his lady partner in the event of loss, but does not receive her winnings. Ooh, I like that rule. Just like the government. (laughs) (laughs) All violations of the known rules of the game are violations of the laws of etiquette as well. Yet, if such violations are made, they should be pointed out in a quiet and courteous manner, not made the subject of violent dispute or censure. Any altercations or violations of the laws of etiquette. Loss of temper, no matter how continuous the ill luck, is a breach of manners. So are objurgations of one's partner's performance, criticisms on what on the play of a partner or adversary. In whist, as in marriage, the partner is taken for better or worse. And in neither case should an ill-assorted couple try to make matters worse than they are by grumbling and growling at each other. (laughs) No table flipping. (laughs) It is a breach of etiquette to talk consistently upon other subjects while engaged in a game of cards. Whist, as all good players know, is a game that requires close attention and almost absolute silence, and the other games can be much disturbed by talkings. To converse with those who are not playing is still worse. It is a violation of all courtesy to allow the attention to be diverted at all. If addressed while at the game, make your answer as brief as politeness will permit and give your whole attention to the game again. No one can play so well with divided attention, and you may be certain that it is annoyance to your partner even if your opponent does not object to it. Any appearance of an understanding between partners as smiles, nods, or winks are gross violations, (laughs) not only to the laws of the game, but of good manners. Ain't no shame in my game. (laughs) (laughs) This goes on and on, but I think that... So so obviously this does not apply to Texas Hold'em. 
<laughs> in Texas. Uh, <laughs> Because apparently, you know, back in the Western days, they, you know, they, they shoot each other for stuff like that. <laughs> that is a breach of etiquette, there's a lot, sir. There's a lot of etiquette breaching in, in Texas Hold'em, apparently. <laughs> so what is whisk? I don't even know what whisk is. I thought it was... Whist. Whist. What is whist? W-H-I-S-T. I still don't know what that is. Uh, it is a card game, obviously, sure that was popular kind. in the Victorian times. <laughs> and perhaps we can do some research. And, yeah, let's find uh, out what that is and see yeah, what it is. Give a little, <laughs> give a little lecture on it at some point. Maybe we can have it set up for our event at the Ghost Town. It, oh. Ooh. Okay. Whist. Talk to uh, my friend Scott about that and see if uh, it's of interest to him. I had also heard... That although card play, playing cards is acceptable in Victorian etiquette, dice is right out. Oh yeah, that's lowbrow for sure. I mean. Playing <laughs> dice is is uh, just completely you know socially unacceptable. But, they, to, but to anyone of society. But it, she even said play, playing cards is a sin, right? You just said you said that. Didn't some you? people they believe that, that playing cards is a sin. Actually, and if if you are if you are invited over into someone's house or if you are at a gathering and you invite someone to play cards and they say no, I my beliefs prevent me from playing cards. You, it's very rude to insist upon it. Right. But it's also very rude for them to get up on their soapbox and start Jesusing at you. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, I like the Victorian times. This is right. one of the reasons I enjoy Victorian etiquette is it's, you know, everyone agrees to disagree and for the right. sake there's, of and politeness yeah, and the comfort of all. Just be polite just, and get along. You, you know, know, if someone says no thank you, you just let it pass. If if your morals do not allow you to participate in what's happening in front of you, you don't have to participate, but it is not incumbent upon you to explain to all around you why they are sinners and going to hell. <laughs> you just say no thank you. I right. don't participate in this. That, and that would make life so much better if we, if we did that more often nowadays. Like conversation yeah. elsewhere in the room. <laughs> yeah, things would be so much better if we still did that nowadays. You know, I'm reminded of an episode of Jeeves and Wooster. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, I have uh, not. Fry and Laurie uh, are the main character, uh, main the actors, actors. and uh, Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie. Right, right. Um, I know the names. Doctor House, MD. Yep. And there's this one episode where um, Wooster is invited over to a friend, a family friend's house, and the the matriarch of the house has outlawed card playing and gambling completely. Absolutely, no one is allowed to do any of that because it is it's her house. It's, it's her house. Right. It's her rules, and that is sinful. <laughs> okay. Yep. So they all sneak out into the like barn and play cards <laughs> in the dark so they don't get caught <laughs> it's ridiculous i'm sure that was a violation of etiquette <laughs> to betray well, they the trust in of the your house. hostess in such a way <laughs> i guess that's true technically it was not under her roof it was under her stable roof <laughs> All right, so uh, well, let's play some music and yeah, get on. Yeah, I mean, well, before that, I'm going to make a little... T- we have an email address now, an official email address. Hot diggity. It's pretty simple. It's texasteampunkconnection at gmail.com. If you, so, you know, send us messages, talk to us, ask questions, give us reviews. You know, good or bad, we'll take them. <laughs> or you can still... Facebook post messages. On Facebook. Yeah, that's our primary source of contact right I, there. I like it when people uh, post comments on, on our... Oh, yeah. 
I do right, too. So that way everybody can see it and we can have kind of a public conversation. It just seemed to be the thing. Everyone has a, has an e- has an email address, you know, yeah, and I figure yeah. up right there. I tried to do a Twitter account. I don't understand Twitter, so it didn't work out so well. Twitter um, is for losers. <laughs> I don't understand it. Twits, technically. Um, you know, Fiddly. also, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, okay. you know, if anybody understands Twitter and wants to set up a Twitter account for me, let me talk to me because I don't understand. I have a Twitter account personally, but I don't use it because I don't understand it. So, <laughs> but apparently, a lot of people out there tweet. <laughs> I don't understand it. I, I said that already. So, yeah, we're gonna play some music and then we'll come back with the uh, coming events. All right. You can hear my eyes rolling. <laughs>
Okay, that was uh, DEVM or Deus Ex Vepper Machina. <laughs> Machina? DEVM it is. And the, that, that was a title called Serpent on an Airship. They, they posted on um, Facebook that they were look if you were a radio host or any, anybody, you know, let them know and they'll send them, they'll send a copy of their newest album coming out. And so I, I sent them a message like, hey, I do this podcast. I'd like a sample of your of your new album and they said sure and they sent it to me so that's where I got that <laughs> so that is their brand new album yep cool it's, it's not even out. out yet that is a sneak peek yep I think it's called it's all it's called All Strung Up <laughs> alright yeah A Steampunk Adventure is what it's called so yeah it, it was, that was fun it's like you know Serpents on an Airship I think there was a you know <laughs> anyway <laughs> so what's coming up this month we got next week alright as we are recording today it is September the 10th so this we're looking at what's going on starting next weekend September 16th Steampunk Station at RRM Fall Fun Fest RRM is the Rosenberg Railroad Museum which is located at 1921 Avenue F Rosenberg, Texas 77471 and they are hosting the Steampunk Station at the Rosenberg Railroad Museum's Fall Fun Fest come and help or just come and play Maker's Table Wonderland Croquet Tea Dueling Parasol Dueling Shooting gallery photo ops crafts and more oh shooting gallery yeah <laughs> mm. didn't you say you were gonna try to do a shooting gallery at your event coming up in november well, we'll see what happens yes <laughs> i want to and they have a website uh org. Yeah, it's being put on by the folks in Houston, mm-hmm. right? The right. Houston Steampunk people. And I think I saw a message saying that, yeah, the, the, the museum was okay, was not damaged by the hurricane, and it's and the, so the Fun Fest is still going on. Excellent. Fantastic. And they are looking for any and all Steampunk, Steampunk curious to come out and have a good time and spread the love of steampunk throughout the land so what's next we got um, uh, then we have uh, september 21st the steampunk lab factory is hosting another steampunk mixer yeah uh, we haven't had one of those since spring uh mostly i think it was just too hot but jim lehman has has posted accent lighting designs and the steampunk lamp factory welcome you to the steam the september steampunk mixer join us during san marcus third thursday walkabout meet people in the steampunk community make new friends and experience a little victorian era charm also come dressed 
in your best steampunk attire for the chance to win one of several prizes. And of course, we will be there. So yep. say hello to us. I also want to point out, I see that uh, Jim Lehman's birthday is tomorrow the 11th. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Obviously, this isn't going to be out until probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Probably, but yeah. so. Jim, we were are going to be thinking of you on your birthday, and I hope you have had going to have had a great birthday uh and we're looking forward to seeing you yeah we'll definitely see you at the mixer all right time travel is hard man <laughs> definitely <laughs> so after that on september 29th is the balloonapalooza in helotus texas uh, this is our second annual balloonapalooza um this is happening at helotus is just outside of san antonio i think last week I, last i think i said east last time i didn't mean that it's west but okay. just barely <laughs> you know just right outside right outside 1604 so it's practically san antonio <laughs> all right so, so a suburb of san antonio yep we'll say and they're saying basically get ready to enjoy a weekend of fun for the entire family september 29th to 30th and october 1st so it's three days at the helotus carnival fairgrounds Take a ride on the tethered hot air balloon. Yes. Enjoy the thrill of carnival rides. Thrilling. And experience the hot air balloon night glow show each evening. And, of course, they're going to have live music, entertainment all day, and delicious food. Be ready and be here. So that's, uh, once again, Helotus, Helotus Fairgrounds in, um, in Helotus, Texas, which is 12210 Leslie Road, Helotus, Texas. And that's on the 29th, starting on the 29th. All right. And going on that entire weekend. Finishing out the month of September. Meanwhile, yep. same weekend, because of course everything happens on the same weekend. Of course. Uh, September 30th, the Republic of Texas Cigar Box Guitar Festival is happening at Albert Ice, Albert Ice House and Dance Hall in Stonewall, Albert, Texas. Or uh, just south of Stonewall, I'm oh, sorry, in Albert, Texas. The fourth annual uh, Republic of Texas CBG Festival uh, will be featuring music from in layman terms, A.J. Gaither and One Hand Dan. Food and vendors, free admission. Uh, that's all they wrote. But uh, I know we yeah, we have uh, at least one friend who professionally makes cigar boxes. He does a beautiful job. Um, I own a couple of them. They're fantastic. So if you are a friend of Michael Van Slyke or someone else who makes cigar boxes, guitars, tell them about this or maybe they already know but come out and and see all the artists who are making guitar boxes and uh yeah have a good time all right so that's um that's pretty much everything but that seems like plenty (laughs) so we want to thank you all for listening once again if you uh have any comments on what we've talked about today if you have any suggestions on where to shop for halloween stuff yeah, or let us where know. to get steampunk stuff as a result of the, of Halloween or if you're into nerf modding and uh, building your own steampunk style nerf guns uh, or if you have anything else you'd like to uh, suggest or recommend uh, card games post us a message post us yeah. on Facebook, uh, Facebook Texas Steampunk Connection and like I said now we have a we have an email address Texas Steampunk Connection at gmail.com gmail. yes so, but you know we primary, our primary source of contact would be Facebook but if there's something you need to send us like a file of some kind you know you can email it All right. awesome so you know that should cover it so until next time mind, mind your, your gauges, gauges. 
Thanks for listening. This has been the Texas Steampunk Connection. Opening music was the Texas Steer Rag by George Botsford, recorded in 1909. Please like us on Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection. Where you will find a link to all the topics we talked about in this episode. Until next time. Mind, mind your, your gauges. gauges.